It's a good day, a day that the Lord hath made, amen, and I choose to be glad, to rejoice and be glad in it, amen, anybody else? Yeah. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Um, we have, uh, uh, I know we got a lot, had a lot going on today, but uh, I still want to give, give some word today, praise the Lord, and uh, real quick, um, let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And we'll just kind of briefly go there, and then we'll move into what we have for you today. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, please. Amen. Once again, thank you all for uh, just being honorable. We're, what a blessing. Amen. You always, this church has been very good to us, and we've been very grateful. It's, um, uh, it's a wonderful congregation, and, and uh, I appreciate all my elders and leaders and all those that serve here, we have a lot of people that serve, amen, in this ministry and at all capacities, and so that's what makes it all work, amen. So it's an honor to be a pastor uh, of a group uh, like this that's willing to just put their hand to the plow and go after it, praise God. And uh, so we, we count ourselves blessed, and then when you do things like this today, um, it just puts it over the top, praise the Lord, so thank you for that. Uh, so anyway, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We've been talking uh, really what it is. It's a series within a series. We've been uh, talking about um, uh, being the overcomers that we're called to be. This is the year, at least what the Lord told us concerning uh, this, uh, this ministry, that we're, this is a year uh, of the overcomer. I mean, a year that we're going to overcome things. Amen. There's things being overcome. Amen. We're not going to be the one being overcome. We're going to do the overcoming. Praise God. Amen. And so what we did a few uh, weeks back here, we started talking about just the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, and what it means, amen, what, the, uh, what uh, uh, the person of the Holy Spirit and all that He'll bring into your life just to help you overcome, praise God. And so what we've been dealing with is the things, talking about the things that He is revealing to us, why? To help your life, amen, to help your life, amen. To, and the more that you got the Holy Spirit helping, the more overcoming you're doing, amen. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Amen. So in context, or I mean in uh, uh, real brief here, let's look at verse 9 of, of uh, 2 Corinthians 2, uh, 1 Corinthians 2, pardon me. It says, But as it is written, I have not seen, eared, and not heard, nor entered into the heart of men, amen, the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Amen. Verse 10, but, so that was a quote out of the Old Covenant, but he said, but God has revealed them to us. Through His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Everybody say, things. Amen. Amen. There's a, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of them, a lot of that word uh, throughout this text. There are things that God's revealing, things that God's doing, things that the Spirit of God is, is, is revealing to you and me, things that are happening, deep things. Amen. These things that have been prepared, there's all kinds of things. Amen. The word even says, go a little bit further down there, and he says, things that he's freely given us, praise God. He wants to reveal these things. Why? Because we need it. Look at your neighbor and say, you need some help. Smile real big and said, so do you. Amen. We all need help, praise God. And so the Spirit is there to help us, praise God. And one of those things that He does is, uh, you know, He reveals these things. These things that if you go back up to verse t uh, 9 there, uh, things that I maybe hadn't seen, ear hadn't heard, haven't maybe entered into the heart of man, but there are things that have been now prepared. Amen. We're under a new covenant. Here comes things, amen, that God all along had prepared for you and me, praise God. And so the Spirit of God begins to reveal these things, amen. 
Now, this word things, you know, as you, when you look it up, it refers to everything from, from things that are insignificant or seem insignificant to things that even uh, are hard even to accept at times. Because the mental mind sometimes doesn't want to grasp it or doesn't want to, uh, you know, just, just can't grab it. In fact, further on in this text, he says that the natural man won't grab it. But those of the Spirit will grab it, praise God. How many people of the Spirit we got in the house today? Praise the Lord. Let's try that one more time just in case you didn't hear me. How many people of the Spirit do we have in the house today? Praise the Lord. See, now you're in line, amen, to have those things revealed, praise God, amen. You don't have to miss out on anything, praise God, amen. And so what we did the last couple weeks, we talked about those things being revealed. Amen. We talked about, uh, you know, that those things are revealed uh, through the eyes of our understanding, that He's given us the spirit of wisdom and revelation, praise God, amen, and the knowledge of Him and, and opening the eyes of our understanding or bringing uh, enlightenment to the eyes of our understanding, amen. So the idea is what He's trying to say is by the Spirit, you're going to see the unseen. And if you can see what the normal man don't, can't see, you're going to be able to do what the normal man can do. If you can see what the average person can't see, you're going to be able to uh, walk out what the average person will never walk out. And the more you connect with the Spirit of God and the more you let the Spirit of God and yield to the Spirit of God, the more things are revealed. And guess what? The more things are revealed, the more you win. The more you conquer, the more you overcome. Amen. The more you succeed in life. Amen. Because you are not called to do this on your own. Amen. I think uh, Miss Micah brought that out. Praise God. That you are not, you're not, you're not, it's not intended for you to do this on your own. We need help. Praise the Lord. We get it. Amen. So with that said, let's go to uh, uh, the Gospel of John. That probably was the quickest review I've ever done right there. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, please. John 16. And we'll start in what we have for you today. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. John 16, verse 7, please, says this, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Amen. Now, bottom line, what he's just saying, listen, I'm trying to give you insight here. Grab up. Listen up. Amen. Grab hold of it. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Now, this is Jesus talking, all right? In fact, uh, the last, basically the last three chapters is him uh, talking and ministering to his disciples. Amen. He says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, everybody say the helper, the helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. Now, this is probably a little hard for the disciples to grab hold of it. You know, us on the other end of this, you know, hindsight, we look at that and we say, praise the Lord. You know, we get it. Amen. But the word advantage, amen. I like having the advantage. You go into something where, where you know, whatever, it's just, it's just good to have the advantage. Well, the Spirit of God is your advantage. Amen. He says, it's to your advantage that I go away. Why? So I can send you the helper. Amen. Somebody said, why would that be to our advantage? Well, you know, when Jesus was on the earth, and I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I just wish I, I could have been there when Jesus was on the earth. And, and don't get me wrong, that would have been awesome. That had been wonderful. Amen. But the, the, the limitation was the fact that he was in a, in a physical body and he could only be in one place at one time. Come on, now he got a lot done every place he went at any time. Come on, somebody. He was very successful in his ministry. Amen. But he said, if I go, see, it's to your advantage. Why? Because the Spirit of God can come and reside on the inside of you, praise God. Amen. And be with you 
Amen. And it's like having the, it's like having Jesus with you all the time. Amen. Can I hear a big amen? amen? So it's to your advantage. This word advantage, amen, means it's expedient or it's more profitable for you or beneficial for you. Praise God. Now we'll come back to that text. Let's, let's back up to chapter 14 real quick. Chapter 14. It's to your advantage. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse, uh, verse 16. And this is kind of where he begins to start talking about the helper uh, coming. And he says he has quite a, bot, quite a lot to say in this text. Uh, verse, again, 16 says, And I will pray, again, Jesus talking, I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. He calls Him the Spirit of truth, verse 17, whom the world cannot receive. In other words, it's hard for them to grasp it. Why? Because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. In other words, the world can't get it. But he says, you shall know him. But you notice it said, didn't say anything about you seeing him. But it says, you'll know him. Amen? Now, hang on to that, because that's something we're going to talk about here in a bit. For he dwells with you and will be, what? In you. Amen. See, that's why Jesus says, it's to your advantage. It's to your advantage that I go. Because I'm going to send one that now can reside on the inside of you, amen, can, can abide with you, amen, will always be with you, praise God. It's like having Jesus with you all the time, amen. Come on now. So, amen. praise the Lord. So let's look at this. The word helper, uh, you know, I think actually uh, maybe it's your, uh, the old King James might even use the word comforter, all right, I think that's what it uses. Uh, so comforter, helper, consoler, one that brings support. An advocate, so an advocate just means a supporter, encourager, uh, one to uphold things, to stand with, uh, to back one up, praise God. In other words, the Holy Spirit's got your back. Come on, right? Come on. Uh, it means an intercessor, mediator, amen, or standby, amen. That's just different uh, uh, synonyms for this word, uh, comforter or, or helper, praise God. Now, the point is this, uh, the Holy Spirit is help from above. I said the Holy Spirit is help from above. Help from above. Amen. Why? Because we need help from above. Amen. Hallelujah. We need help. Now, some of you haven't got a hold of that yet, but you got to get a hold of it. You need help. All right. Praise God. Amen. Now, at certain moments in your life, we're probably a little bit more aware of it than other moments, but we have to understand that on a daily basis, we need help. Amen. Praise God. Uh, one of the things that I like, and, and as we're going to kind of get into this, but the Holy Spirit is there, amen, to help walk you through this thing, praise God. As we've been finding out the last couple of weeks, man, the, wis the spirit of wisdom is available. That wisdom uh, from above. We're not talking about man's wisdom. We're not talking about human wisdom. We're not talking about earthly wisdom. We're talking about the wisdom that's from above, praise God. Help you live this life skillfully is what it means. That takes the, knows how to take all that's going on around you, amen, and in a sense compute it all and knows exactly what you need to do, exactly when you need to do it, exactly when to say it, exactly how to say it, and exactly what to say. Praise the Lord. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Amen. Amen. So there's wisdom. Amen. 
There's also revealing. There's a revelation of things. Amen. He's showing us things, revealing things, giving us an understanding of things that the normal mind will not grasp, the normal eye will not see. Amen. But yet by the Spirit of God begins to show us things. Why? So you can keep moving forward. You can keep taking ground. You can keep conquering, keep overcoming, praise God, and be the men and women of God that you're destined to be. Yeah. Give the Lord a shout. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Praise God. Let's go a little bit further uh, on here. Let's go, uh, let's go to verse 26. Let's do that. Hallelujah. Now really today is about stirring our awareness and our need for the helper. Amen. That's kind of what we're doing today. I think next week we'll come at this thing and kind of come on it, come at it from uh, the power aspect of the Spirit of God. Amen. We've got some things in store for you uh, next week too. But today, again, stirring us. Amen. Getting us aware of the fact that the Spirit of God is there to help. Amen. And we got to be willing to yield to that. God is always trying to, by the Spirit of God, is trying to speak to us, trying to breathe into us life. Amen. Amen. Trying to walk us through things. Praise the Lord. Have you ever done something and wished, man, I wish I'd have knew better before I did that? Have you ever done something and wished you could take it back? Have you ever said something and wished you could take it back? And you know, the whole time the Spirit of God was trying to say, no, don't do it. But we weren't listening. Yeah, come on. Anyway, let's get on to verse here. Verse 26 says this, but the Helper... The Holy Spirit, just in case you didn't know what we're talking about, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I've said to you. Amen. He will teach you things. Amen. The word teach here means to, literally means to teach in a broad application. It means to help one learn. Now, He's not talking about the school of hard knocks. Now, how many have, how many have been to the school of hard knocks? Yeah, I'm sure every one of us have been to the school of hard knocks somewhere along the line. And how many know that tuition is pretty expensive? <laughs> Some of you have enrolled in classes. Some of you are enrolled in classes right now you need to get out of. Come on, right? Amen. Amen. But, you know, the Spirit of God is not looking to drag everybody into the school of hard knocks. The Spirit of God is trying to speak to you before you enroll into that school. Come on now, but listen, I'm not saying that. We've all been there. We've all done, we've all, uh, you know, been enrolled in that kind of school. And uh, praise the Lord, the Holy Spirit met us even in, and helped us even in the midst of all that mess. Amen. But the idea is that we need to have an awareness and an understanding that the Spirit of God is always trying to speak to us. It's always trying to help us. It's always trying to, to lead and, and to guide us in things. Amen. So we don't have to always learn the hard way. Man, sometimes that just gets, I mean, it, it gets costly. It'll mess up your life, mess up your families, mess up your health. It'll mess up all kinds of things. Amen. But the whole time the Spirit is trying to, trying to commune, trying to fellowship, trying to walk us through things, trying to show us what to do and what not to do. The Spirit of wisdom is there. He's trying to reveal things, trying to show things, trying to speak things. Amen. He is truly a helper, praise God. And he wants to help. But the neat thing about the Spirit of God and really about the Father himself is this. They're gentlemen. They never force themselves on anybody. If you don't want to listen, they just kind of, in a sense, stand back and let you make whatever choice you want to make. But the second you said, uh, help, 
they Johnny on the spot. Come on now. Hallelujah. They're there to help. Praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, so I'm just trying to encourage you to be, uh, be one to draw on the help on a daily basis. Praise God. You might be amazed at how many, how many things that we need miracles for today that if we would have heard God yesterday, we wouldn't be needing a miracle today. Amen. Nothing wrong. If you need a miracle, let's get it. Praise God. But you might be amazed at how many things, just by listening to the Spirit of God, how many setbacks, how many issues, how many heartbreaks and heart, uh, you know, all these issues that begin to manifest, how many of these things we could avoid if we just followed the Spirit of God on a daily basis. Amen. He's trying to teach us things. Amen. Trying to show us things. And literally will bring things to our remembrance. Amen. The things that he's spoken to us. Amen. Bringing those things to our remembrance. So I went ahead and looked that up. Amen. And, and uh, praise the Lord. The word uh, remembrance means to put in mind. Okay. Which sounds right. Right. It means to remind quietly. I love that. To remind quietly. Because that's kind of how he works. Amen. To remind quietly. It means to suggest to the memory, and it refers to an inner voice. Sometimes it uses the word middle voice or inner voice. Amen. So the Spirit of God is always trying to commune to bring things to your remembrance. Amen. In other words, trying to remind you, uh, remember what Jesus said? Amen. Come on now. You know, years ago they started this thing, they, this, uh, you know, uh, WWJD, wasn't that what it was? Amen. So is that right? What, what, what would Jesus do, right? I always thought, what would John Wayne do? But I, anyway, but anyway, but anyway, praise the Lord. So what would, what would Jesus do, right? Come on. And so a lot of times they put that little band on there and, and they put it on your wrist or something. And, and I guess it was supposed to help remind you, you know, maybe every now and then you snap it or something and make you aware of, you know, do what Jesus did. Come on now. I mean, I don't know. But, but that was trying to help you. I said it was there to try to help you. So every time you're doing something, you'll look down, oh, that's right. Remember that little band, and all of a sudden it's supposed to spark that in your thought life, that that's right, we better do the Jesus thing here, amen. Well, after a little while, you forget about the band. Come on. Well, Jesus, you know, sent a helper that wants to help you every day, amen, to keep in mind and to stir into your remembrance the things that Jesus did say. Come on now. Wants to help you with all this, praise God. You don't have to rely on some band. Now, if you've got a band on your wrist, don't. Not against all that, praise the Lord. But we're just saying the Spirit of God's with you, resides on the inside, wants to abide with you, praise God, work with you, praise God, work around you, praise God, work through you, praise God, amen. And if you're willing and you're yielded to that, guess what? He can lead you in day-to-day operations, praise God, in just basic daily things that go on, can walk you through things, praise God, and you can be successful in life like you're supposed to be, praise God. Give the Lord a praise. Come on now. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, he will teach you things. Praise God. Let's see, where are we at? Verse 26. The helper of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Let's go to chapter 15. Look at a couple more verses here. Verse 26 again in chapter 15. It says, But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father... He will testify of me, or bring confirmation, or to bear witness. Okay, Again, verse 27 says, And you also will bear witness. The same word there, because you have been with me from the beginning. Now, one of the, one of the things that the Spirit God helps with is bringing, bringing confirmation, bearing witness of things. Amen. 
you're moving along in life, and, and every now and then the Spirit of God just brings a confirmation. Just shows you, praise God, that He's there. Amen. And, and, and under, give, gives you an understanding of, of the fact that, that what Jesus said is coming to pass. It is going to happen, praise God. Amen. And so it bears witness with you, praise God. Romans 8 and 16, just kind of throw that one up on the board, if you will. It just says this, that the Spirit Himself, He bears witness with our spirit. So one of those things that He bears witness with uh, is the fact that you're children of God. It goes on after that to say you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. I mean, these are the kind of things that the Spirit bears witness with. He begins to commune with your spirit to bring confirmation that when you start struggling with who you are in Christ, He says, no, 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 you don't have to struggle with that. You're a child of God. You're an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You don't have to war with that anymore. So sometimes just the Spirit of God being there. Amen. Remember, remember one of His names is Comforter. Sometimes just, it just brings comfort. The fact, you know, there's sometimes, you know, when you get going along. And, and I remember early on, I, had, I was just so messed up, it seemed like. I had so many issues. And um, somebody said my issues had issues. Amen. Uh, I was so messed up. But anyway, uh, when I came into the things of God and he began to work some things in me, and, and it just seemed like it was a daily process, something happening and changing in me uh, in order to just keep moving forward in the things of God. And, and, uh, and I remember, you know, man, uh, botching it and, and slipping, knowing I, I blew it again. And, and, uh, and then the, and I was kind of coming into a place where I was starting to kind of pick up on the voice of God a little bit and, and let the Spirit of God, you know, just kind of picking up on that inner witness. And, and, uh, and I remember him calling me son. He was talking to me about something, and he called me son. And I thought, oh, he still calls me son. You know, it, just, it was such a huge thing to me because I felt like I felt like I'm blowing it so bad. I keep messing up so much. I don't even, he's probably so embarrassed of me. He probably wants nothing to do with me. But the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. That we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. That Jesus, your elder brother, you're a joint heir with Jesus, the Master, the Savior, our Lord. Praise God. Amen. And when you start understanding, see, that's where the Spirit of God comes in and begins to work things and begins to settle some things, praise God. Well, you're not out there straining. You're not out there trying to strive to get God to love you or, or trying to somehow get accepted when you're already accepted and you're already bought and paid for and He's already done a work for you, praise God. All He needs you to do is just receive it and grab hold of it, praise God. And the Spirit of God is there to help bear witness, amen, to help you along the way. Why? Because He's a helper. He's a helper. Everybody look at your neighbor and say again, you need help and so do I. Praise God. We need the helper. We got to stir our awareness of the helper. Amen. We need help. Praise God. Amen. Back to, the, back to John. Amen. Verse, uh, chapter 15 and verse 26 again. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, praise God, not only uh, does He teach things and not only bring things to our memory, but He's there to bring witness, praise God, to testify. Amen. To, in a sense, to bring affirmation or confirmation about things in our life. Praise the Lord. Let's go to chapter 16, and where we started this little part in 16, verse 7. Amen. Let's go there again. Amen. Are you doing okay? All right, you glad you came out on a Sunday morning? All right, I'm not boring you today, am I? 
I wouldn't want to bore you. All right, here we go. Verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage. Look at your neighbor and say, I've got the advantage. It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Verse 8. Here we go. We're talking about the help of the Spirit. Amen. And when he comes, or has come, here we go, we, or he will convict the world. Everybody say the world. Okay, he's not just working in our life. He's also he's out there trying to, amen, work things. Come on. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. All right? Let's, in fact, let's read the next few verses, and then we'll come back up. Of sin, because they do not believe in me, verse 10. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and, and, and you see me no more. Of judgment, next verse, because the ruler of this, age, or this world was judged. All right. So let's back up here. Let's look at some things. One of the things the Spirit of God does is there's conviction. Thank you for all that enthusiasm. There's conviction. Aren't you glad for conviction? Some of you are wondering yet. Uh, but that conviction, it's been there. It's always there, praise God. And so the Spirit of God's working things. So the word conviction uh, or convict here means conviction or to convince. Okay, so we're going to, to convince. In other words, to admonish or confute or reprove or rebuke even at times. Amen. But it means to convince. The Spirit of God is there to convince. Amen. And even, even working on the world, even before you became saved, before you received Jesus the Lord, the Spirit of God was trying to work. Amen. On what? Convincing you of things like sin, righteousness, and judgment. Well, where does that come in? Well, sin, because if you go to verse 9 again, of sin because they do not believe in me. In other words, showing you the need that really the only sin that will send anybody to hell is not receiving Jesus. There's only one sin that sends somebody to hell. All the rest of them just mess your life up. But this is the only sin that will send you to hell. And that's not knowing Jesus. And the minute you come to know Jesus, praise God, amen, all, time, all of a sudden now things begin to shift. Now the Spirit of God can work on, work on you in a whole other level, amen. But here, he's talking about trying to bring across, amen, uh, of sin because they do not believe in me. Amen. So really what it comes down to, this convincing or conviction, is of sin that it's accounted or imputed against you because you didn't believe in Jesus. All right? So he's always trying to draw people into the kingdom. Always trying to work on things. In fact, especially when you're interceding. And, and supplicating on behalf of others. Amen. It's amazing how the Spirit of God begins to work on somebody. Amen. Why? Because you're standing, amen, in a place of intercession for them. Praise God. I remember my grandma. Oh, bless her heart, man. Grandma Roberts. She was amazing. Amen. Uh, Oral Roberts. She was, uh, she was support of Oral Roberts Ministries. And, and she just loved, man, the Spirit of God. Loved the Word of God. Loved Jesus. Praise God. And she had nothing but a bunch of ornery cuss uh, little little grandkids oh they were terrible 
almost all boys. I mean, I'm serious. It was only, it was like, I don't know, like 20 boys and two girls, you know, or something in this, in this group. And none of us, man, we were all just as ordinary as you can get. And so, and she was as sweet, sweet as, uh, you know, praise God for grandma. She was as sweet as could be. And I remember sitting on her lap at times. She'd be talking things and, and you know, and encouraging. And just always was just a blessing. Just always trying to, uh, you know, talk about God and the things of God. And, uh, and I remember... I remember when I uh, got a little older and, and uh, I, you know, got, got, uh, got saved and uh, she was excited when I got saved. I remember how thrilled she was and then I got married and then we moved out here and, and all we could do is correspond by snail mail. And uh, so anyway, we just did back and forth and, and uh, uh, she would tell me how, how blessed she was about, uh, about uh, you know, the things of God and me coming into the things of God. And then I told her about getting filled with the Holy Ghost and woo! She was like excited about that and back and forth, you know. And, uh, you know, of course, the rest of the family, most of them are heathen. Amen. But now, now, I better throw that good one. Now, most of them are saved and serving God. Amen. Why? Because, amen, the Spirit of God worked. Amen. Keeps on working on. Amen. Why? Because Grandma kept praying. Praise God. Come on now. Now, I remember even the day that Grandma went home to be with Jesus. You know, it was, it was kind of a kick in the shins because I was just kind of, I was really just rolling on things of God. And she was like the only one I felt like sometimes, you know, back home that I could even communicate with, you know. And because uh, she was, she just already kind of had a handle on it, you know. And then she, she goes on to be with Jesus, you know. And, uh, and so when, uh, when I went back there the next time, um, you know, uh, my dad handed me uh, the letter that she was writing uh, when, she, uh, when she had passed. And uh, uh, she had uh, she passed. She was not sick. She just went home. So she, uh, she went, and um, uh, my dad said that she went and put her favorite dress on, went out there, sat in her favorite chair, and she started writing all the, grandki- all the grandkids' letters. So, and she had them all closed except for mine. And she was writing my, my letter, and she, and she says, and she stopped, and she said, I must pray now. And she, and she went dot, dot, dot. And, she, and so she just went on home to be with Jesus right then and, and just had my letter laying on her lap. Amen. Amen. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? If you're going to go, that's the way to go. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Right? Come on now. Amen. So praise the Lord for Grandma. Amen. I love Grandma. I can't wait to see Grandma again. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So anyway, of sin because they do not believe in me. So praise God. So the Spirit of God's working. Why? Because we don't want you to fall under that sin. Right? Come on. Of righteousness because... Go ahead and you can put it there. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. So the Spirit of God is not only working on the fact that you, the, your need for Jesus, but begins to show you or wants to reveal to you, amen, what you get when you make Jesus Lord of your life. What is that? Righteousness. Why? Because Jesus made a way, praise God. Amen. Brought you into a place of rightness or right standing, praise God. Amen. And so the Spirit of God is working things, showing you their need for Jesus. Amen. Showing you, praise God, what happens when you receive Jesus. Amen. And that's exactly what happens to you and me. We made Jesus Lord of our life, and we come into a place of right standing with Almighty God. We don't have to try to earn acceptance. We don't have to try to earn, our, uh, earn God's love in any way, shape, or form. We just receive it, praise God. Amen. And so, of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you see me no more. And then, verse 11, of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. In other words, not only showing you the need for Jesus and what will happen if you receive Jesus, but also will show you what will happen if you don't. 
of judgment. Why? Because you're associated with the ruler of this world. And because of he's already been judged, that judgment will fall on you and me if you don't know Jesus. Come on now. Are you still with me? Now, he remember in context, or he's talking about the, the conviction or convincing of the world. But that never stopped. The Spirit of God still working in you and me when you made Jesus Lord of your life. Right? Of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. It still just keeps working. It's just, it just kind of takes a different, whole different look to it. Of sin. I mean, have you ever, you know, get ready to do something now just for whatever, whatever it's worth. The word sin means offense, but the Bible defines it the best. It says this in uh, 1 John 3. It says that sin is lawlessness. Okay? James says it this way. He says sin is to know to do good and not to do it. So sin is you know what you're doing. Come on. And, uh, you know, so there's times when, you know, you know what you should do and you don't do and you know what you shouldn't do and you do it anyway. Come on. That's called sin. Hello, somebody. Now, a mistake uh, isn't, doesn't, uh, you know, just because a mistake's made doesn't mean it's always sin. But every sin is a mistake. Come on, somebody. That's a whole other sermon. But the bottom line is this. The Spirit of God is still working things. And still trying to walk to walk us through things. And you have to understand, when you made a decision, I'm going to go do that regardless of, of what the Word says or regardless of what I know better to do or not do. The Spirit of God is there trying to, amen, trying to convince. Don't go that route. Don't do that. Amen. The Spirit is helping. Listen, when we, we go, you know, when you go down that road and you fall under sin, all it is is a wide open door for the, uh, for the devil himself. He just comes in with condemnation and guilt and shame, and he'll mess up your afternoon. Come on, somebody. So what is the Spirit trying to do? Is the Spirit just, is it just all about the fact that you better not sin? No, it's about the fact that the aftermath, all that stuff that happens as a result of it. So the helper's trying to say, don't do it. Don't go down that road. Amen. Trying to, trying to save you from whatever havoc might come down that road if you keep going. Are you still with me? The Spirit of God is trying to show you about rightness and righteousness and right standing the whole time, trying to woo you towards things. And there are times when you know in your heart, amen, whether you're bearing the fruits of righteousness or where you're not bearing the fruits of righteousness. And the Spirit begins to speak to you and talk to you about things that, that, that benefit your walk, amen. So you begin to bear the fruits of righteousness. Still with me? Of judgment. Is there not consequences to our choices? The word judgment uh, also means, uh, you know, a decision made referring to a judgment call. And so the Spirit of God, in fact, Jesus in John 5 talks about, you know, the fact that, that he, 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 everything he hears, he, he, uh, he says, everything he sees, he does. And he says, and my, and my judgment are righteous. In other words, I, my judgment call are always going to be right because I'm following what God leads. Amen. And it's the same with you and me. The Spirit of God, the whole time, when it comes time to make a judgment call on something, when it comes time to make a decision about something, when it comes time to do this or not do this, or buy this or buy that, or sell this or sell that, or whatever, or, or a relational thing, or a physical uh, health thing, or some, the Spirit of God, the whole time, is trying to convince you to go a certain route. Spirit of God is always working. 
Will you yield to it? Will you listen? And that's, you know, I think about, you know, you got help. You know, it's like, it's like you know, the guy's about ready to fall off the edge, and you're reaching out, hey, grab hand, grab my hand, grab my hand. I'll help you. I don't want your help. You're going to die. I don't care. You think, well, that'd be foolish, right? And I think about how many times in our own life we're going down a road or doing something, and the Spirit of God the whole time says, here, let me help you. Nah, I can get it. Always kind of crack up about the, you know, the statement, you know, I got myself into this mess, I'll get myself out. <laughs> Always think how silly that is. Remember, you got yourself in it. <laughs> what makes you think you're going to get yourself out of it? You know, that's, that's kind of, that's really, it's, you know, that's kind of ignorance gone to seed right there. Amen. You know, so, amen. So, praise the Lord. Amen. So the Spirit of God is there to, to teach, to bring things into our remembrance, to bring witness or confirmation about things, to bring conviction when, ne when needed, praise God, to convince us of things. If you go a little bit further in this text, go down, let's see, down here, uh, let's see, verse, uh, where are we at? Verse 12, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Uh, of course, we, we gradually are coming into more and more, God's revealing things to us. Verse 13, however, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. Amen. And he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he, uh, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you, all things that the Father has, has are mine. Therefore I said uh, that he will take of mine and declare it to you. In other words, basically what he's saying is everything that the Father has given me, I'm trying to give you all those things that are readily available and been prepared for you are there. But if you back up here to verse like 13 again, I believe it is. Uh, let's back up. The Spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth. Now, a lot of times, a lot of times we look at that and we think, you know, maybe he's talking about making sure you, you know truth. And, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I don't think he's per se just talking about making sure you have good doctrine. Okay, because I don't think that's really primarily what he's talking about, although you should have good doctrine. Okay, we're not coming against that. I mean, we want you to, you know, if you don't know the truth, it's kind of hard to walk in it. Come on now. Uh, but I think what he's talking about, guiding you, and he will not speak on his own throat, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. Okay, we'll come to that in just a second. So he's trying to guide you in all truth. In other words, what he's saying is this, I want to lead you, I want to direct you, and you're going down a road right now that's a lie. You got sucked into that thing and you think this is the way I got to go. You might say, you know, well, that's, that's the way it seems. It seems right. That's what I want to do. And the Spirit of God is saying, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Right? I mean, he'll do whatever. Amen. On the inside, trying to get you, you know, as you're going down a pathway, he says, don't go down that way. They're sucking you in. They're trying to pull you into something. Go this way. Go this way. Go this way. One of those guys out there on the airport, you know, guiding some big giant bird, right? Come on. You think a guy's standing out there in this big old jet, right? And one guy stands out there. And he just stands there, and he knows that guy's going to do what he tells him. Come on, right? Well, that guy in the plane knows exactly I better do that, or I'm going to be tearing a wing off by hooking up with something else over here. 
He knows exactly what to do. Well, the Spirit of God the whole time is doing this, you know. Right? Amen. Trying to guide you in all truth down the right road, the right path, praise God. Amen. Well, I just, I think I just, I'm going to marry this person. And the Spirit of God goes, don't do it! <laughs> he gets a little louder on those. No, no I don't know. You know, this, this is the point of how many times relational things, you know, that we get caught up in. And, and you know, and, and the Spirit of God the whole time was trying to commune and talk to you about things and lead you down something. Amen. Amen. Some of you all look at your spouse right there. No, no, no. Come on. Amen. Now you better get on, the, get on the road of truth. Come on now. Love that person. Amen. Amen. Come on now. There's a way to walk this thing and do it right. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, praise the Lord. Guide you in all truth. And it says uh, that he will tell you things to come. Things to come. All right? That's pretty cool. Amen. So the Spirit of God is not just limited about what's happening at the moment. He wants to show you some things that are coming up. Right? Come on now, this word here, uh, to come, means what's next. In other words, what's in the future for this? Okay, whatever it is we're dealing with or talking about. Uh, it also means what accompanies or, or what you can expect. Amen. So the Spirit of God not only is trying to guide you down a road, He's, just, he's also wanting to give you a little heads up. I always like to call it the inside scoop. The Spirit of God wants to give you the inside scoop on some things. Amen. Amen, I love it. Praise God. That's the advantage. Everybody say the advantage. Right, it's help, right? He's trying to help us. So the Spirit of God's trying to work things, say things. He just said, hey, come down right down this road. Yeah, come right here. Now let me tell you a little bit about what's going to happen here tomorrow, all right? Let me just give you a little heads up, all right? Now you need to be praying about this thing. In fact, I think you need to grab this verse over here and stand on this, amen, because you're going to need it tomorrow. He might say, you know, you better start praying for so-and-so because you're going to come in contact with them tomorrow, and, and I'm going to give you the words to say. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, I've told the story before, you know, where the Spirit of God literally will lead me to go somewhere. And you think, oh, why am I going here? He'll lead you to go somewhere. He'll even write down to let me know which aisle to go down, praise God. And you do that, and you think, you're wondering the whole time, you know, why, why is he leading me down this? And then all of a sudden, bang, somebody, there's somebody standing there. And you're like, aha, I know. Amen. The whole time, you see, he's trying to show you there's things ahead. There's something coming up. There's something that's going to happen. Amen. The whole time trying to show us things. Amen. Everybody say, helper. He's there to help, praise God. Amen. The Spirit of God can begin to already prepare your heart for things. Amen. Can begin to already show you things, reveal things. Amen. To, be, to get you settled on the inside about whatever it is that's ahead. The Spirit of God is always trying to help, is always trying to comfort, always trying to lead, always wanting to be a standby, always wanting to be the one right there, your advocate, praise God, that's got your back, praise God. The Spirit of God is there to help. Uh, my question is, will you let Him? Will you let him? Now, next week, as I said, we're going to talk about some things about the power side of this. Amen. Praying in the Spirit and just with the power side of the Holy Spirit. Amen. But you have to understand, we still, regardless, you know, here we are. Uh, we're, we're believers. We got the Spirit of God on the inside. Some of us are Spirit-filled believers. Amen. We praying in the Spirit and all that. And, and yet, the whole time, the Helper is there to do just that, to help. And many times, we won't even let him help. We won't exercise, amen, our advantage. Are you still with me? 
So I am talking to you today, you know, through the course of this little uh, mini-series, you know, trying to uh, stir your awareness of the help that you have. Amen. How many things that we could be successful at if we just let the Spirit lead us? We just followed Him. If we just allowed him, you know, to give him a little time to, to, to bring that thing to remembrance, amen, or to confirm that thing uh, that you're wondering about, praise God, or just, you know, time that just that inner, still, small voice that speaks on the inside to just, you know, save your neck. Like how many times I've heard testimony, the Spirit of God says, you know, told somebody, pull over now. They, they're wondering what, and they pull over, and just then there'll come a truck flying by that, would have, you know, was out of control, uh, you know, just amazing how many kind of testimonies you hear about that kind of stuff. And the whole time the Spirit of God is there, why? To help. Because there are things you're not seeing with the natural eye. You're not picking up with the natural, uh, natural thinking. You're not, you're not, you know, the senses ain't, they're not doing it, ain't, you know, they just only can do so much. But the spiritual senses kick in when you allow the Spirit of God to do what He does, to bring help, praise God. And the more you yield to that, the more your spiritual senses are kicked into gear, praise God. And I guarantee you, you're a whole lot more successful with those than you are the other ones. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Come on. Man, I flew through that one. Huh? How about that, huh? That's called Holy Ghost help, I'm telling you. Praise the Lord. Did you get something today? Amen. Why don't you all stand up? Praise the Lord. Let me pray over you and we'll dismiss you. Amen. So grateful uh, that you all came to have an ear to hear today. Praise the Lord. Grateful for the love gift today earlier too. We just... Uh, praise God for each and every one of you and believe and praise God that uh, you'll allow the Spirit of God to be the helper, praise God, you need, amen, on a daily basis, amen. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory once again. We're thankful, we're thankful for your presence, we're thankful, Lord, uh, for the Spirit, your Spirit, praise God. We're thankful for the person of the Holy Ghost, praise God. We're thankful for His involvement in our life, amen. We're thankful, Lord for uh, just leading us and guiding us and directing us. We're thankful for an ear to hear it and a heart to receive it. We're thankful you're opening the eyes of our understanding. We're thankful, Lord God, that we have received the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. We're thankful for all the things that by the Spirit are being revealed to us on a daily basis. We give you praise and we give you glory for the help of the Holy Spirit For that we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us for this message. We'd like to take this opportunity to encourage those listening from anywhere in Central Oregon to join us Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. for our regular services. We understand that many do not have a home church, and we can't emphasize enough the importance of connecting with a church family. We'd be honored to meet you and spend time with you praising God.